Welcome to St. Augustine this evening. It's Tuesday, January the 16th. It's the Mike Davis Show. we got all kinds of great guests here. We've got our regulars on Tuesday, so we are going to have a lot of fun today and all kinds of comments on uh, current events, maybe even some relationship advice. <gasps> I'm not sure that's the place to go to for that, but... <laughs> if you're into relationship advice from quite an interesting panel, this might be the place to be uh, later in the show. All right, so uh, let's make some money for our uh, advertisers. We love them, and we've got some great advertisers, including <laughs> Powell Heating and Air Conditioning. Look, it's going to get really cold tonight. You need Powell Heating and Air Conditioning. Their dedication to customer service is in evident in everything they do from the moment you call them until the time they make you confident and comfortable about the care you receive. They've got a fleet of over 10 trucks and a 15,000-square-foot warehouse stocked with parts and equipment, and they're ready to serve you around the clock, and they do mean around the clock. They're open 365 days a year. This year, 366. They oh, didn't miss them. They're open the right. entire time, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. That's their only day off. And weekends. <laughs> and they're a locally owned business for over 40 years. Powell Heating and Air Conditioning. Give them a call, 794-2665. Even on leap day. Hey. Right, we've got the team at South State Bank. They are a group of bankers that you can count on. Their approach to building long-term relationships with their customers is the best in the business. If you are looking for a banking relationship you can depend on, check out South State Bank. They've got three locations to serve you here in St. Augustine, State Road 312, State Road 16, and on the beach. Or you can visit their website, southstatebank.com. They are a member FDIC. At Blue Water Jewelers, they believe in making every moment more beautiful. From breathtaking diamonds to unique custom designs, they are there to help you shine even brighter. So why wait? Join them in the celebration of love, life, and all things fabulous. Come on over to their stunning showroom um, on Anastasia Boulevard. Visit them online today. Go to Blue Water Jewelers, where elegance meets celebration. It's bluewater-jewelers.com. Yay! Hey, they're Kresge and Associates. They're a full-service local CPA firm with a team of skilled professionals dedicated to providing top-level service in the areas of tax compliance, planning for businesses, individuals, estates, and trusts. They also do audits, reviews, and other accounting services. Business valuations and forensic analysis and litigation support. Bill and Ken are absolutely amazing. They've got a great staff. You can reach them at 904-460-0747 or at abearkreskycpa.com. They're great folks. They do a wonderful job. They do? They do. They're awesome. Mm -hmm. Yeah, tis the season, right? Not only awesome. This is an awesome day. Hey, welcome to work today. Yeah. I hope you enjoyed yesterday (laughs) off, by the way. We gave you hell for it. Very nice to uh, stretch and breathe (laughs) yesterday. (laughs) Yeah, all of a sudden people are like hitting us up in the chat. Hey, we didn't know you guys were on today. Mm. Neither did we. we. And then we found (laughs) out that you guys are on. Hey, Mark Bailey's calling. We can always talk to him. Oh, wow. I know Mark. (laughs) I know. We know Mark. I'm going to have to let him know if he calls one more time, I'm putting him on the podcast. But that could be a double. That could be a double ring. That's emergency, right? What's the code code there? You let it ring once, then you hang up and you let it ring again. So you get it on the second one. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry to mean to call you. Okay. Oh, that, that's him. Probably that's in the pocket. You're a dial? Yeah. <laughs> you know he has that on auto text back. What is going you know what on? I mean? like he doesn't. <laughs> I know. I'm I know. adjusting the cameras. <laughs> What's going on? The cameras are all wonky. Who messed up the cameras today? It it's, wasn't Clay, because Clay is perfect. Clay never makes a mistake. Just ask Barbara Jean. No, Clay is wonderful. Clay is the man. Yeah. Ask the man, bud. The man. Um, so what? I have to ask you, Davey. Yeah, uh, yeah. I know that you wanted to do a segment. Mm. Before we get to the question about asking me, can we do the segment <laughs> on the show? Okay. Which is its own segment. Um, New York Times. Oh. Last week does a story about Taylor Swift and her sexuality. Do they own the onion? I mean, <laughs> they should. Aren't they? Isn't it one and the same? Who cares? Point? Right? <laughs> exactly. Now, look, I'm not a huge Taylor Swift fan. No, we know this. I am even less of a. But you haven't given her a chance. I mean, that's a whole other rabbit hole. I get it. I'm. I applaud her. um, What she has done with her brand. Mm -hmm. I applaud the amount of money that she's made. I applaud the length of the concerts that she does. Right, three hours, three and a half, three and a half hours. That stuff, and I think she really does care about her fans. Girlfriend can hustle without a pee break. I'm telling you. Why the New York Times? You know what they do. Well. Wants to stick their nose in her personal business when it's none of their business. I don't know either. It's an an interesting angle, right? Because, like, who cares? I mean, obviously, she's having this ravage affair with Travis Kelsey. 
We yeah. think, but it's none of our business. It's none of our business, but it's awesome. <laughs> it's so cute that the whole like Did Letterman you see the jacket, jacket situation. Oh, I love the jacket. It's so cute. And what's really sweet <laughs> is that uh, there a woman's right. small business made the jacket, and so every time the picture is posted, her husband's in the comments saying, "My wife made that jacket." I know. It's so cute. I believe, and somebody's <laughs> going to correct me, but I believe that he plays for the 49ers I and she so. makes these jackets like yeah. on the side. She's I got a really weird like last name. I'll butcher it. Yeah. He plays for the uh, Kansas City Swifties. Uh, well, no, well, Formerly known as the Chiefs. But we're talking about the jacket here, bro. Oh, the jacket. Yeah, yeah. this yes. is the, the jacket, the jacket lady. that Taylor Swift is famously wearing. The winter jacket she wore, yeah. Gold oh, games. it's so cool. Ugh. Is made by somebody who... Yeah, 49 It's made by a wife yeah. of an okay, NFL cool. Apparently, like, she makes all know. these really cool parkas <laughs> mm-hmm. that they wear at these really cold games, and only, like, a select amount of players that wear this jacket. Mm-hmm. But it's... They're ins- she's it's like, so, I'm crying of all. I, I follow her now on Instagram. She's mm-hmm. like, I'm crying with all the out- outpouring of all the orders. I'll never be able to get to all of them. I, I yes. got to tell you that now, but yeah. that's awesome. <laughs> that is awesome. She takes old jerseys so, and pieces them together. Sorry, I keep it Somewhere there's a company in Vietnam that's ex- thrilled about this opportunity. Oh, I know. <laughs> Fast fashion. Here yeah. we go. I know. Oh. Shein. It'll be on Shein next month, Two everybody. Two weeks, $29.99. I call it. Timu first. Timu first. Oh. Timu first. Okay. Yep. That's a good bet. Yep. Is it going to be Sheehan or Timu? <laughs> yeah. Or yours, Wish. Yep. <laughs> Comes six years later. I forgot I ordered it. So you're saying it won't be on Etsy? No. Mm. Well, well, it'll be on Etsy. That's more too. bohemian. Yeah. Okay. But it'll be like. It'll be like patchouli and all that when it's on Etsy. Yeah, Etsy definitely yeah. is a little bit of bark with every yeah. purchase. Yeah. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? A little bit like organic. Granola, it's, yeah, it's, it's very, very bohemian. I'm making a sign like in my backyard. Artisan, and, hippie, making yeah, stuff. Yeah, very artisan. A little bit of bark. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, I didn't know what that meant. I well, was like, you know, yeah. <laughs> or granola. You yeah, could granola, say a little bit of granola. Yeah. Okay. yeah. Up uh, north, we say bark. I had no, I had no idea. I had no idea. All right. Um, so you want to ask me if we can do a story on the show? Yeah, we. Because um, I didn't, I wasn't able to do the Golden Globes with you guys mm-hmm. because we, for, uh, for safety and healthcare and uh, mm-hmm. purposes, we had to cancel. Look that at that show smile. <laughs> but uh, I wonder who was the one that was in the text I saying, "What about the, this weather?" I was the tipper. I was the tipper over. <laughs> well, everybody else. Uh, um, however, we can do Emmy. Amanda was on her way here. I was. I'm Sure, yeah. I know. I saw three tornadoes on the way here, but See? I was willing to come here. I know. I figured our Wi-Fi would be out anyway. Which I have a question for you, sir, about yes. this building. Okay, yes. so real quick. Oh. So, well, uh, it was pouring rain this morning mm-hmm. when I got to work, mm-hmm. and I had to use an umbrella. Yeah. Now, there's, you know, that there's a brick lip that goes around yes. the building, right? Mm-hmm. Why the angle on that? And why didn't you go straight out so I could rest my coffee and because then put my umbrella? If you go straight away? out, the yeah. water sits on it. Uh, and then it creates a water problem. See? You want the water away from the building. Makes sense. See? And then Davis. if you leave the ledge there, people like you will forget their coffee on the ledge, <laughs> and then I will have to go clean it up. There's so it. There, that's there the real reason, David. It's 100% the real reason. That's a great answer. Okay. Yes. Okay, now I understand. Yes. I thought it just happened to a lot of buildings when they got to a certain age. So. <laughs> oh, 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 yes. Amanda for the win. I love it. So, yeah, we could do uh, 2024 uh, Emmy Awards was yesterday. Uh-huh. We can do best and worst dressed stars on the red carpet if you would All like. Right. And everybody Everybody can vote uh, yay for one or two for no if they like the outfit or something in comments. I, I like yeah. that. Let's okay. do that. And I also got fresh relationship advice over our siesta Ooh. break. So um, that happened yesterday. So yeah, okay. I got some new ones. I, I have a few before we get to those yeah, yeah. Some other stories about okay. relationship. But we're going to do I'm your ready. Golden Globes first. Uh, Emmys. No, Emmys. <laughs> Wrong one. We <laughs> missed the Golden Globes. These are TV. We what? weren't we weren't nominated, so you would otherwise know. Whatever. <laughs> we were snubbed. As somebody who doesn't watch Rude. any of the award shows Rude. anymore. I know. Whatever. Right? <laughs> you know what's funny? We talked about the Olympics on the morning show, and yes. people don't watch, watch that anymore. Oh, no. you do? People I still kind of watch those a little bit, unless it's halfway around the world, in which case it's on in the middle of the night, and yeah. then I just don't watch it anymore. Um, mm-hmm. Is there a specific sport that you randomly watch? Women's volleyball. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's a great answer. Well, I actually like men's volleyball too. I love volleyball at the Olympic <laughs> level. I think it's an there's nothing sport. like that yes. when the women get into it. Yeah. <laughs> now, uh, it. a little bit of baseball every once in a while. Baseball. Right. Yeah. Basketball used to be fun. Troy's is boxing. Is. Yeah, that's so seventies. 
Oh. I moved on from the violence of pugilism. <laughs> oh, wow. Look at that. That's an SAT word, pugilism. Yes, it is. Get a I don't know of where that. it came from in this feeble mind of mine. You got I'm, to say it before I did. I was definitely about to. Amanda. Victory! Oh, good stuff. Uh, I just, boxing just, there's never, swimming was fun every once in a while, depending on who was running and how high, or who was swimming and how Look high they were. Look at you pandering. Look at you pandering to the kids in the room. I know. <laughs> That was the long race. You, yes. They would never put yeah. it on TV. So no, and there was nobody in the stands. It was mm-hmm. like nobody waited for the mile. It was the longest one. They were like, who cares? <laughs> Why am I not shocked that Danny yeah. had the longest one? Oh, the one. whole way. Mm-hmm. Yes, the mm-hmm. most endurance. The most. <laughs> Get yes. a picture of that. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Seventh graders that I work with. <laughs> That's why we're here. So, what are we? We're doing the Emmys. Yes, we can. Mm -hmm. The Emmys, and you have what are we doing? We have pictures. I can bring them up. We ready? Okay. Okay. You're going to get a guy who knows nothing about fashion commenting on fashion. So, I want you to pretend that if Darcy was going to buy this outfit, what advice would you give this person? How much does it cost? Uh, Nothing. (laughs) (laughs) These are not. These are actually don't. But they're given to these. So, this is versus Ali Wong in Louis Vuitton. Uh, it, it feels. Did Hunter Biden do that? No, maybe. <laughs> it this feels like two different dresses to me. It does, like it the just, bodice. Like I can get the sort of matching um, two different styles, but I feel like it needs a slit or something if you're going to have like the granny fabric. I don't with like the yeah. sequins. Like the something. blue background is everything, but the floral print yeah. is killing it for me. The, if it was just blue, then I would feel differently about it. I, I feel like it also needs a belt. Yeah, something. He needs a tight end. It's something. And the mesh on the top, I didn't care for this at all. It's too long. Okay, it's here's one. I'm just going to say it's too long. Here's the next one. Aubrey Plaza in Loewe. Wait, this is... Wait, wait. What do you got? What do I got? It's the one that looks like a post-it note. <laughs> it does kind of look at a post-it note. Yeah. That one? Okay. But somebody took some scissors to the top of the post-it That's, note. Yeah. It's not like a full post-it note up top. You know top. what this is? Mm. This is... The um the mice in Cinderella Disney's Cinderella yes. that's what this is you were so Cinderella Cinderella nice you were to totally say right Cinderella yes yeah. this is that dress mid mid she's hysterical uh, uh, though do you know her do you know yes, her yeah she is a wild interview I, I she's a wild interview yeah. <laughs> yeah. She, you never know what this woman's gonna say right she actually called uh I think it was oh no it was um. Emma Stone that called Taylor Swift an a-hole over the weekend. Just out of fun. Well, I don't yeah, know if like a press conference. Really it, oh, really close, yeah. yeah. So question, when she left, was she wearing one slipper or two? <laughs> Just asking for a friend. She, she probably wrote it on the poster note, don't forget <laughs> yeah. both slippers. Uh, right. All right, next up, we've got the Hannah Waddingham right. for, uh, in Marquesa. And this is the lady from uh, Ted Lasso. Va-va-voom okay. on that this, right? That is very va-va-voom. Like, is it washed out, though, with the blonde? So I feel like the color is not doing her any favors. Yeah, I I like a cleavage moment, but I feel like they almost look unnatural. Yeah, well, they definitely are. Well, I mean, like it almost looks like a, a silicone piece there. Like, right, right, it doesn't, right. They're not the math ain't mathin yeah. on how the roundness is occurring in that. Darcy dress. buying this dress or not buying this dress? No. Okay. No, no. there's too much train to too the back much of that. Train, yep. Yeah. And we can't afford a trainee to carry the train. <laughs> it's almost like too much frosting on the cake. Yeah, yeah. it's too much. Yeah. If okay. it didn't have the train, it's then I'd be fine with it. It's very 1950s, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. It's very retro, and from that standpoint, yeah. Okay. Next up, we have Chris Perfetti. Chris Perfetti. Who is Chris Let Perfetti? Me... He's an, he uh, the hair is giving 1920s scarlet here, I feel. <laughs> Let me see if I get 19... 19- He's okay. an actor. What, what is he doing? Not that he one. This in... one, is he the blue suit? Yes, the blue okay. suit, dude. Let me see yeah. if I can find him. Sorry, I'm not as savvy on all their names. Oh, no, you're good. I got you. There we go. Is that him? Oh. I like Melissa's comment. The green dress would have looked much better in red. I agree. I think the green just kind of washed her out. just telling you, blondes look great in red. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right. He's in a show called The Virtuoso. Apparently, it was nominated. I didn't see it either. Well, Mm -hmm. maybe that explains the hair. Yeah. Maybe he's trying to to get attention. Like 1800s. Mm. (laughs) You got to paste it down on your head. Not cool. I'm not... Not I like the that. suit. No. No. Is that a seashell in there? I don't picture? love the double-breasted suit. I, I just, I'm not a double-breasted kind of guy. How about you? You single button? What are you? What do you like? Uh, not to wear a suit. Well, if you have <laughs> to wear a suit. <laughs> I, wear- I know. If okay, you have so to. then if I got to wear the one that Darcy picks out. 
Okay. Oh, come on. The one that she said. So I'm not a double breasted. Okay. Yeah, I'm not Where's either. See, it's like the multiple buttons on yeah. both sides. Oh. Otherwise, you would just have a straight line. Yeah, that's too much work. Me too. I like a more I like I feel like tailored. it's dressier, though. It's felt. I like the dressy. No. So next know. up, we have Maybe Big Bird. Dressy okay. is a pair Big of flip flops <laughs> that are mostly knit. Uh, that's not Big Bird. That looks like a seashell. This is this is a very, is this very trend. This is from the Barbie. She's also in the Barbie movie. Um, if I put my ear Jessica to the dress, Jessica. can I hear this the ocean? One? Right, exactly. You could hear the ocean. Or this is like what the wind this sounds like when it slaps against your boat, maybe. Thing. I don't know. Hold on. Let me I find don't it. know. Let me find it. We got so why don't you just push up whatever you're in, and then I can go from there. How many people yeah. are lined up to take pictures oh. of these oh, stars? And it's all timed out. So you have yeah. a publicist that will be like, this you're girl? at 605, you're at 607, you're at, yeah. This girl? Yeah. Let's see. Her? Yes. Okay. All right. I don't know how I feel about this dress. Well, I can't really tell, because she's waving it around. Well, I mean, that's kind of the point. If, if you have tassels, have those then hula-hulas, yeah. yeah. I mean, I would have do it, too. Tina Turner moment. And maybe it's just that one picture. Yeah. I don't so know. It's, I it's, like the color on her. My it, daughter, it looks lovely as an eight-year-old, mm. all of her dresses had to be spinny dresses. Yes. Uh, so what does that yeah. mean? And so when you spun around, the dress had to kind of spin with you. Oh yeah. So, you yeah. want a, you a, spinny want a nice dress. twirl? Yeah. Yep. Of course. So, right. I don't know. Next I don't know up, how whatever's I feel. on your palette. All right. Let's see. Let me see what I got. How about her? Let's go with her. Okay, we've got ba, 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 ba. Sarah, Sarah Snook? Snook. I don't even know who this is. Oh, she's in. Uh, um, uh, yeah, the, that thing that we don't know. No, one. they won eight awards over on the Emmys. Somebody Succession. Knows. She's in Succession. Oh, okay. Yes, uh, she's in Vivian Westwood. Oh, may she rest in peace. Now, Vivian she, Westwood was like the original punk rock goddess of London. Is fashion. she a redhead? Yes. She should be wearing the green dress. I agree with you on that. I think yeah. red on red—that's a crime. Yeah. I'm not. Yeah. A, yeah. I'm not I'm not loving this for her coloring. It does feel like... In a different color, it would have been great. You know what this reminds me of? Jessica McClintock prom dresses when I was going My through high school. God, do you remember that brand? Right? Jessica McClintock, I, yes. I aspired to have a Jessica McClintock. Yeah, that was like a Macy's special, <laughs> yeah. yes. And I did not. I did not. <laughs> Who do you have next? Oh, uh, let me see. I think that's the last one. There we go. All right, <sighs> Jessica Chastain. Oh, in the Gucci. Yes. So Jessica Chastain in the chartreuse Gucci dress. And that's what color hair does she have? She has red. And what red. color is the dress? It's, it's green. green. Okay. Yeah. Love yeah. it. She She's a winner. Right. She got that's all I know. So Gucci's right winning with the green dresses because if you remember Golden Globes, Taylor wore a green Gucci yeah. dress too. So this is a really big little, color right little now. A little less lime so, green would have been okay. That would have been interesting if it was like a forest green. Yeah. So as a, as a chick. This is Char called chartreuse. My question <laughs> is like, what is she wearing? underneath this dress because there's like a whole city underneath these dresses uh-huh. to keep every Everything curve in line. of a oh, female yeah. in place and so I'm seeing like funky lines under this fabric and I'm impressed that the sequence can show these lines but like I'm definitely seeing like hose or some kind of spank seam 100%, on her belly yeah. and she's got I mean, it doesn't look I'm not like she's wearing that pasties for her. on it's her. It's totally just on her one picture, I'm just so it could have been. It's a detail that I notice because I'm a chick, and I wonder how she's. Can I just that could clean be just this one up a little moment. bit? Yeah. I'm just looking at her eyes. Okay, that's it. I just want you guys to the rest of that is beautiful wide set eyes. Beautiful wide set eyes. I want to know how she's wearing the dress. I've I've got questions because I like dresses and I like to wear them. Let's do one more. Can we do Selena Gomez if you can get it? We can do that. There so she this is. is the controversial one that's in the blog today is uh, Selena Gomez Why? in Oscar de la Renta. Now, during the Golden Globe, she wore the red dress. I'm sure you saw her when yeah. she was gossiping mm-hmm. with Taylor in the audience. And that, it wasn't That was wasn't Oscar. Oscar t- Me neither. She looked like, you know, yeah. she, she just shoved into it and yeah. buckled in. This one also. I wouldn't, I, I don't like how I don't it's love this. cupping the breasts at the top there. I don't love the lift up there. It looks like there. fingers. Yeah. It's it too, looks like fingers holding up the top. I don't care for it. And the see-through it's, moment. And I, and the... The Schlumberger necklace, which is, comes from Tiffany, I think it's competing with the dress. It's too yeah, much. Yeah, so that's what I was like. The dress is so dark. You'll see this on best dress very, and yeah. worst dress list. Yeah, but, I'm yeah. sure because like it's a bold choice. Yeah. But I just feel Why like would you tag him into this? Why would you tag him because, into this? <laughs> what are you doing? Why, what are you doing? What are you doing? So the just the light-colored metals or diamonds or whatever is going on here just doesn't seem to jibe here. Right. I get the I get the like fingers and the patterning that but eh. I get the idea. Wouldn't have been my first choice. It's not my first choice. Which she's the same stylist that does, um, what's her name? Uh, from Devil Wears Prada. Mm-hmm. Uh, and she was also in Princess Diaries. And 
Anne Hathaway. Hathaway. Yeah. So, and Anne Hathaway's always put together, always yeah. on point. So this mm-hmm. was interesting to me that this, they made this kind of, for me, I think it's a mistake. I'm thinking, I'm thinking she just asked for something bold and well, and she, two Oscar she went for it. dresses. Yeah, too much. So, so here's my comment. Rather than mm-hmm. all of this time on dresses mm-hmm. and suits, it's and wearable that, artwork. I, it I would much rather know what these people are doing in their lives to help other people. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather them oh, walk up and say, hey, this was for this year. I did this, this, and this. And they I did too. that, that, and that. Because to me, that's useful information. Right. I really don't care what they wear. It, it's never, ever been. It's just not one of the things I care about. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be honest. I want to know whether Mike would wear Tom Colicchio's or, or Donald Glover's. Would you uh, wear this one? No. The red velvet? Are you going to be the movie theater usher? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it? That, I've uh, never been an usher. You've yeah. never been an usher. Uh, not at Here church or a movie theater. Uh, that's a so little, there's that's that a little too But the pocket square doesn't match the bow tie. That was my call out. Uh, or there's Donald Glover. And he's he's going for the details. And no socks with his shoes. That's okay. Like I think the dude's cool and I like most of his acting this stuff. This is very... That's a little much for me, I can just tell you. It no? almost looks like, uh, what's the Toro, you know? The- so who's you wearing? A pair of baggies, a pair of flip-flops. Oh, come on, you have to pick between the two. Oh, between those two? Yeah. yeah. I gotta be the usher between those <laughs> two. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. You're not I going for a floral other. Oh. I do not want to be a matador. Thank you very much. Matador, that's, that's it, matador. matador. Thank you for the win. I want to be a matador. I've got all the words today, matador. <laughs> yep. Doing uh, great. Pugilism, I've got them all. Pluviophiled. Yes. Throw stars in the comments for yeah, Mike give and us his some stars. That, that's the, uh, <laughs> in my 12 or some years, 11, 12 years of dance, the most fashion we've ever done. Yeah. Woo! Good for you. Well, welcome. You, I mean, it's you survived. Kind of trying to broaden my horizons. Opening up different facets. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So I have a, you know, we kind of do some relationship stories. But this one hit the other day. Andy mm. says he's staying home. And it's a political. Um, yeah, Andy, invite me. <laughs> God please. bless Andy, you. There's, Andy, somewhere there's a volleyball <laughs> game on. Let me know. Um, so... They had a picture the other day of Ron DeSantis at a town hall. And I guess it was Mm -hmm. a break during the town hall. Oh. And he went to go say something to his wife. Have you seen the picture, Davey? No. No. Uh, Amanda's going to look it up. Let me see if I can find it. So, Where was it? uh, It's at a town hall in Iowa. Uh, Ron DeSantis shakes his wife's hand. So he reaches over. He's up on a stage and shakes her hand, I guess, in the middle of the debate or maybe it's towards the end of it. Didn't really matter. Mm. It was the fact that they're married Uh and he shook her hand. So it sent shockwaves, right? Now, I can remember. I don't remember which Democrat candidate was. Maybe it had been Al Gore. But after one of his debates uh, with W., he was like kissing w. on Tipper, and it was like, you guys get a room. It was just like oh, really? horribly bad. It was yeah. like, no, please stop. No, stop. So you, are you saying there's trouble in paradise? No. Well, they're not married oh. anymore. So, uh, But anyway, this? Uh, Ron DeSantis is reaching out, and I was like, everybody was aghast at that. I don't know what, you know, could he get off the stage? Could he not get off the stage? Was he worried about all of that? I get that he was trying to have a moment with his wife. So I see it. Yeah, I feel like this is just him... Going along, he's shaking everybody's hands, mm-hmm. grabs her hand, and lingers. And she's laughing. Because he's yes. holding her hand. Yeah. I think like, he was just autopilot. I, yeah, I would hold my husband's mm-hmm. hand. Like, he was autopilot shaking everybody's hand. Right. And he's they like, oh, I stumbled on you. Oh, and they yeah. lingered, and they're, they're having that I totally moment. Would have I would have shook my spouse's hand. I mean, yeah. what's the problem? Because she didn't turn her hand, and so it... It I, looks like he's introducing I himself. I thought like, it was much to do about nothing. It's nothing. I thought, it's you know, nothing. It's coming from yeah. Seattle. Who cares? Yeah. 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 Please. Go hug a tree. Go eat more bark. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Did, I just did. Enjoy I that just, granola. Yeah. Seattle. Go charge your car. There's no love <laughs> in the relationship. Like, there's no love in the relationship. They got three kids. I think there's a little bit of love yeah. in the relationship if they've got three kids. I think so Which, too. Normally, the complaint once you have more than two kids is, mm. "Can't you guys stay off of each other?" Like, shouldn't they be happy that they're just shaking hands? Mm-hmm. What's he supposed to do? French kiss her? Right. I, I've true. taken up a different tact after a while. I said, "Well, who the hell do you think is going to pay your social security if I don't have kids?" Yeah, mm. that's the problem. <laughs> That's very sharp. Yeah, see, very it took sharp. Me a second. Took me a second. 
find out. Put the timelines the together. The whole wheels are moving. When he was going to retire. Oh, oh, my kids were going to be when he retired, but he got there. Yeah. It's true, though. All my friends that want socialized health care yeah. are childless. And I'm like, so you're putting it on my uterus, which I don't have anymore, mm. to have enough children to pay for your social security, yeah. your socialized health care, all of your retirement benefits, because you don't have kids to take care of you. Mm. And if you don't, then that's fine. But, like, why are you giving my kids the bill? Mm. That ain't cool. Yeah, I... I think it's so awkward if you're in public, right? If he had hugged and kissed her, the story would have been he hugged and kissed her. What an inappropriate yeah. display, yeah. right? So I just think some of the, the – the, if you're in that political life in that fishbowl, just like every one of those dresses that we critiqued, right? Why you sign up for that, I don't know. I mean, I, I like the, hey, I can't make it to the award ceremony. Just let them know I'm unavailable. So then you would have to have a proxy to accept your award. Davey, you're welcome to go on my behalf. <laughs> oh, yeah. Look at Davey's smile. It's the best thing he's ever given. All of a sudden, he gets to get dressed up and be on the red carpet. Best job ever. With holding a sign that says, with Amanda. No, that would be fun. <laughs> that would be a lot of fun. <laughs> did you, so the other, How did you feel about the caucus? Uh, I thought the the caucus was about what I thought. I did go back and did, look. What, I thought it was larger uh, than I expected. Uh, there were actually probably now. This is I didn't do the hard math. I just looked at it. I think there was probably roughly about forty thousand fewer people at this caucus mm-hmm. than there were at the twenty sixteen caucus. Mm. So I was kind of curious as to where that was. So I think the weather did have an impact on the overall turnout. And they can't do it again. No, okay. no, they can't. Sorry. No, they can't stop at midnight and recount the. Well, votes I was just thinking because the weather. It's over. You know? <laughs> so briefly, just happened back to the Ron DeSantis thing. Should yeah. he have done what Al Franken did? Should he have done this? Uh, oh, wow. I yeah. feel like Al, the hand, Al, the handshake is a better. That option. usually gets you kicked out of the Senate, even if you're a Democrat. Ron DeSantis isn't in the Senate. No, I know, but I'm just <laughs> saying, if you were in the Senate, you would be. Ca- Al he Fran- looks like he's falling in that picture. He was falling down, and then the the, <laughs> yeah. the, the, the 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 what was it? The protective gear saved Holistic him. Best. One right. man's fall yeah. is another woman's growth. Just uh. remember that. <laughs> just remember that, Davey. I do. I drop the soap uh, all the time. Just remember that. <laughs> Another man, yep. So, no, I... I, Leaving that one. Yep. Leaving that one. I'm glad that Ron DeSantis is... I thought Ron did well. I was really worried early on. I was looking at the returns, and Nikki Haley Mm -hmm. was in second. I didn't want her to beat our governor. I wanted him to be in second place. My Judge Judy is backing Nikki Haley. She is. Okay. I mean, I'm shocked. She used to be a Trumpster. Judge Judy. Yeah. Judge Janine or Judge Judy? Judge Judge Judy. Judy. Judge Judy. Like the Judge Judy. There's a Judge Janine, too. No, Janine's not that great. Judy is my everything. She she taught me how to be a man. Judge Judy's had the show. Judge Janine is on the five every once in a while. You know that show that no one watches while we're on. (laughs) (laughs) This is Judge Judy. Pull up Judge Judy for you. I Judge Judy. Judge, Judith Scheinlin. Yes. There she is, my hero. So yes. she's backing. Oh. I uh, didn't know she was a Trump supporter before. Yeah, she was originally, yes. And okay. then I guess now she's backing Nikki Haley. She just made a public but statement But that makes about sense it. because no one that still has a TV show is, she's allowed, a boss, to, babe. is like, allowed to say anything positive towards Trump. That paycheck is like insane. Dude, I bet. I don't doubt it. She's been on there for a God long time. God bless. Net worth. Judge Judith Scheinland. I'd love to I, be I've your never, jeweler. I watch the show sparingly. Oh, it's so good. Like, I gave up on those dramas when the People's Court was still on. <laughs> oh, remember People's That's Court? That's how far back as, like, nah. I'm I remember, good. like, I don't yeah. Need any more drama stuff. Judge $440 million. Right? That's her net worth. Hello. $440 million. I Congratulations, think she's Judge Judy. Oh, I love that her. is amazing and awesome. And you know what? No one criticized what she wears. No. It's black robes That's all the it. time. Hey. She wears black robes all the time. She's classy she doesn't lady. have to go walk on the red carpet. Love Judge Judy. No. I love her too. In fact, you she can teach might a pig how to sing, but it won't. <laughs> you can teach a pig how to sing, but you'll do nothing but it just to annoy the pig. Uh, yes. <laughs> I love her. She has all Perfect. these sayings. Oh, yeah. She's so funny. So there was a red carpet controversy. Mm. Oh, no. John Krasinski and Emily Blunt. Okay. Did you guys see this Why? one? No, I'm ready for it, though. Oh. I missed it. So, oh, this is a divorce one? Apparently, he I saw said this, yeah. the divorce word. Yeah. I can't wait till we're divorced or something. Yes. And it, it's just lip readers. It was yes. lip readers, and they're saying, yeah. And I'm like, you people need to seriously get a life. 
Yeah. If you're lip reading what people are saying on the red carpet and you're having a fit over it, I mean, I can see him looking at her and go, hey, you want like two days of headlines for free? I'll just say the word divorce on the red carpet. And then and they're kind of snarky like that, so I could see them actually planting this. I don't see this. I, like, I, I I've made, they don't care. I've made they're jokes to my husband where he steps on my foot and I'm like, that's it, I want a divorce. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. And it's silly. It's like, it's we all know it's not real. Right. It's just a mm-hmm. joke. <laughs> I Calm tell my down, dogs I'm, gonna, I'm shipping them to the circus. I mean, it's, I'm not going yes. to actually do that, but that's true. I could. Yes. Yeah, Darcy, <laughs> Darcy will make comments sometimes. I'm like, that's grounds for divorce in Texas. Really? Yeah. Separate it's from, bedrooms. It's from a John Wayne movie. So. When you're in trouble, do you have to sleep on the couch or do you have to sleep in a guest I've room? I've never been in that much trouble. Good for you. I've never been wow. in that much trouble. Wow. That's when, the way to be. When we were dating, my husband was in that much trouble. Well, we were dating. So before he was my husband, he was in that much trouble once. Mm. And um, he did sleep on the couch that one night, but he told me he would never do it again. He would go and sleep at a friend's house or he would leave. He wouldn't. Now we have a guest room. So, and a but he hasn't been in that. Yeah. He hasn't been in that much trouble again. <laughs> so, we're good. I've been in trouble. I just haven't been in that, that much, much trouble. trouble. That's a lot of trouble. We, we also promised when we first got married, we never go to bed mad at each other. Yeah, that's true. So. Barbara Jean cra- uh, fact checked us. Judge Judy now wears a purple robe. Ooh. Oh, yeah. She's on Freeform. She's on a yeah. different channel now. Yeah. Okay. Right on. Cool. All right. So, there's a movie series. James Bond. I don't know if you guys have ever watched one or not. Yeah, who's your favorite? Uh, my we, had, we had this round robin. I really, I, I liked Daniel Craig. Pete hates him. I like Daniel Craig. He said he was the worst one ever. I'm uh, like, are you wrong? I think he's so wrong. Early Roger Moore. No, no, Daniel Craig, Daniel was, Craig more, was great. Daniel Craig was more like the original James Bond that Sean Connery was. Right, right, more right. More rough, more tumble, less sophisticated. Roger Moore brought in that sophisticated. Um, Timothy Dalton, to me, I was never a fan of Timothy Dalton. I just didn't think he played a good James Bond. No, he was kind of a wiener. Yeah, He's got sort of the... And Remington bougie. Steel. He's he too has, bougie. Well, he has the facial features, more lean bad guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, there's the villain face, and there's the good guy face, and he leans slightly more yeah. villain. Yeah. Uh, your, your Remington Steele didn't do bad either at it as well, but Remington I thought he was more in the Roger Moore. No. Um, who was the guy? Um, Remington Steele. He was in Remington Pierce Steele. Pierce Brosnan. Pierce Brosnan. Oh, Pierce Brosnan. Oh, well. Please. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And he like says Pierce, Bros- Pierce Brosnan is the one he didn't like. I'm I'm Sean Connery. Sean Connery was 100%. great. 100%. I have, I have crushes on Sean Connery. Oh. Well, you're going to be surprised. The British Film Institute, uh-huh. BFI, uh, has dedicated, they're dedicated to preserving the heritage of British cinema. Is but that they what have they slapped warning labels on James Bond. I'm not surprised. They, they, uh, they have slapped them. The titles are included for historical, cultural, and aesthetic reasons, and these views are in no way endorsed by the BFI or its partners. Um, the BFI warned on its website, please note that many of these films, meaning the Bond films, mm. contain language, okay. images, and other content that reflect views prevalent in its time, but will cause offense today as they did then, in parentheses. Well, in some cases, you weren't allowed to be offended by that, But, I mean, so. there were so other, so many other movies, too. We didn't do that for, like, you know, To Kill a Mockingbird or, you know. They uh, do. They mm-hmm. do now. They put warnings and, like, context All labels the, you have to on now, everything. I guess, on yeah. everything needs There's other. cartoons on Disney. Really? Yeah. For sure. Mm. Cartoons on Disney have warning labels, context labels. Well, di- didn't society kill Pepe Le Pew? Isn't, yes. isn't he? So, he's canceled, yes. right? Canceled, yes. yeah. He got canceled. Because he was, like, a little bit too handsy. Well, if Dr. Seuss well, gets canceled was, the same year that WAP is the number one song, like, what world are we living in? Yeah, WAP is a great hit, yeah. <laughs> but it was kind of a bit over the top, right? You're worried about all kinds of morality and things, and it was a bit over the top in that sense. Um, but there's all the, the, the women's names, the Bond girls' names. Some oh, of them word. were just over so the top. Funny. Oh, they were they Beautiful. Were so, very natural looking. Yes, mm-hmm. <laughs> yes they Mommy, were. My, my parents were uh, going on a date and Halle when Bear. Octopussy came out. Oh, I love that and word. And they were walking up to the movie theater and a mom drops her son and his friends off at the movie theater to mm-hmm. just say you want to go watch the Bond movie. And they're like, no, mom, we're going to see Octopussy. Yes. Oh, and my I parents love it. died because oh, they didn't have so kids funny. yet. It was like, a word oh. we weren't supposed to say yes. in a sexual content when mm-hmm. we were growing up. And then that movie movie gave you the right to just say it yep. everywhere. <laughs> Free will. <laughs> That's Free will of a movie, it's a wonderful ma- marketing. To. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yes. 
Oh, Barbara Jean, I remember the naked women swimming. It wasn't yeah. just that movie. It was all of the... Oh, yeah. What about one of the best things. intros ever was the Roger Moore, The Spy Who Loved Me. That was a great... What about movie. Blue Lagoon? Did you see that one? That one was a hot number back in the day. <sighs> no, I lost interest in that one. You didn't what? like her? Uh, Blue Lagoon. With Brooke uh, Shields? Oh, yeah, Brooke Shields. Underage kids on islands don't do much for me, True. Right. You're not baby. on the list. I'm just telling you they don't do much Two for me, Two people not on the list I right here. inappropriate. <laughs> not on the list. <laughs> God, the Stephen Hawking. You guys, the Stephen Hawking memes and jokes. Oh my word, are it's so funny. Killing me right oh. now. Like it's they're so inappropriate, but so, they're so funny. The level that I teach in our homeschool community, we spend um, fourteen weeks going over astronomers, mm -hmm. and Stephen Hawking is one of the ones that we do. And so we're we're going. I introduce all of the astronomers. I give them a little bio background information. And I made the comment that Stephen Hawking had recently, this was a couple years ago, Stephen Hawking had recently had a movie that came out about his love story with his first <laughs> wife. And they were like, his first wife? And I was like, yeah, evidently they got divorced. I guess he cheated on her. Well, they had already said that like <laughs> yeah. he was in a wheelchair and he had like three muscles he could move. Oh. And so now all these 13-year-olds are like, how did he cheat on her? <laughs> and I'm like, change the subject. Change, change the, the subject. subject. Abort mission. And so that became a joke all year was like, squeeze, squeeze. <laughs> <laughs> so how did he Problem. cheat on her, Amanda? Davey and I want to know. I know how he I did. I don't know. He I got on a boat. I didn't... He got on the canoe and there, went to the island. If you oh want to see word. a really inappropriate Stephen Hawking joke, uh, Greg Feld did one Friday night. Mm. Um, it was uh, in his Friday segment, he reads the jokes they don't use Monday through mm -hmm. Thursday. Yeah. And when the picture came up of Hawking and Epstein, the entire audience groans. <laughs> Because they knew something really bad was coming. Oh. Yeah, it was bad. It's it was, so there's so a lot of them are was, really oh my bad. Word, it's so funny. There's this comedian that's I guess known for doing puns, and I found his video last night. My husband and I watched it. It's so funny. I'll have to find it. I'll see if I can send uh, it to you. Oh, yeah. oh my word. So anyway, would you guys uh, in, any problem showing your kids the Bond movies today? No. Age appropriate. I mean, when they're at it. When they're four or five. When they're old enough. Yeah, what do you do with like sex scenes nowadays? I remember I had to put my face in a pillow when we were like, <laughs> yeah. And then if it's like pretty, which bothered me. You know, because, I want to oh, ask that four, really didn't go over I well, did it? I ask four questions, but I realized I shouldn't. That right? didn't I go over well at all. Now, did that. I realized I walked into that one. <laughs> like a hornet's nest. Well, let me just. Um, we preview a, that's movies. That's called a self-inflicted baby. <laughs> we preview movies and we don't show them movies that have any sort of sex scenes. Um, the only movie <laughs> that my oldest has seen that has like a an actual kind of sex scene is Titanic. Oh yeah, and I figured that was like the hand on the on the that was like the, the, the car, nicest, yeah. least aggressive that she could see as like her first sex scene. I want you to paint so, me like one of your yes. French girls. Yes. Yeah. I've never seen the Titanic. What oh, is your problem? What, what are you doing? Yard work? Like, you've got to see something. Yes, he's doing yard work. He oh. loves it. <laughs> uh, and, and then when the controversy came out about it, could two people fit on the door? I knew I wasn't <laughs> going to see the Titanic. Well, see, that's yeah, because you then. haven't seen it, and you would know that two of them try to get on the door, and right. it sinks, so only one can be on it. Ugh. You just proved you haven't seen it. Two people can fit on a door. I'm just telling you, I'm a contractor. I've done the math. Well, kind of, well, you do big doors. Yes, I do. You don't do cheap small doors. With slightly down angled railings. And, and I. <laughs> <laughs> nice callback. Yes. Nice callback, Amanda. Yes. <laughs> would have been so uh, nice. Just put my coffee there <laughs> and then put my I umbrella. I to do up. that too. It oh, didn't happen. It's so hard, right? Everything falls. Oh. But if you go back and you look at some of the movies we grew up in the 70s and 80s, there was just. Scenes that made no sense that they yeah. had to get boobs in. Yeah. Porgies. Yeah, to, to get... Airplane. Know, I thought Porgies... <laughs> There's turbulence. I thought, I thought Porgies was well done. Oh. Um, no. <laughs> it's very tasteful. It's very tasteful. Well, Revenge of the Nerds, my father Listen, made me watch Kim, that. Yeah. Kim Cattrall made a career off of that movie. Oh, yeah, she did. Yeah. She's a That very... was her big break. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. That was her big... No, but it was... Oh, no, like, not interesting. No, no, it's like... No, it's like you, you've got to... It's like, okay, we've got a producer's girlfriend. Uh, where can we do a scene with... With boobs in it because we got to get the producer's girlfriend in. Do you right? have to do? Right? You never Boobie. saw them again. Yeah, yeah. The girl, mm -hmm. maybe the boobs, but not the. Well, girl. you wouldn't know whether you saw them again because you weren't looking at their face. Let's be honest. Well, you can definitely <laughs> trace out and be like, oh, that's uh, in so -and -so's airplane. Areola. In airplane, it's just there's turbulence and you just yeah. see boobs bouncing. <laughs> <laughs> like, 
Boing. <laughs> Airplane was a great movie. Airplane is a great <laughs> movie. Fantastic. That was a fun, the best, Surely you can't be serious. The, the standing ovation in that movie, uh, it was released in like 1980. Mm-hmm. So disco was still around. Mm-hmm. So when it's flying in to land and there's the tower and it's the voice of disco, we'll never stop playing. And it crashes into the tower. <laughs> Everybody in the theater was cheering. It was yeah. almost a standing ovation. How did you feel about disco in that era? I couldn't dance. so I didn't like it. So you didn't like <laughs> it? It's really <laughs> simple. I don't, yeah. I, you know, as Troy says, uh, if there's a rhythm, I'll occasionally bump into it. Right. Okay. But I have none. So, yeah, dancing was very difficult. Oh, my God. MacArthur's Park. Like I'm thinking mm-hmm. Donna Summer back in the day. Yes. yes. So are you not a John Travolta fan? Is that what you're saying? I, I like the movie. I, don't, I mean, but if you go back and look at that movie, mm-hmm. and I think you and I were talking about it the other day, mm-hmm. how inappropriate it is today. Yeah. There's a lot of very inappropriate stuff in that movie. Mm-hmm. Dance scenes ain't bad, but the rest of that yeah. movie is pretty inappropriate. Mm. Well, there's a lot. So I saw Grease really young. And a lot of a lot of the stuff went over my head, and I just didn't. A I just lot didn't of the stuff. It. Obviously, I put and my face you, in the pillow. Yeah. Went right over my head <laughs> for years. You, you are in the same category as Darcy, mm-hmm. right? Who this this movie will come on now? Yeah, and there's like words that are bleeped out mm-hmm. of it on TBS and those channels. If you're on a different cable channel, you, you'll you get yeah. the risk. She's like, that was in there? I said, yeah, that was in there. She said, I never caught that. I said, mm-hmm. yeah, that was in there. Yeah. 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 There's some movies As that I only boy, watch. Your job on is cable. to catch those, right? Yeah. That's your job. Otherwise, you go to lunch the next day mm-hmm. and you're made fun of for not having seen that, right? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. You well, it. I saw like Grease and I saw Dirty Dancing. There's so much subtext in those movies. Oh, Dirty Dancing, so you good. just didn't. I didn't get. Yeah. So it's like. I watched it how as many an times adult. Did you and I was like, the, how many times you paused the VCR when Patrick Swayze got out of the bed? Patrick Swayze is amazing. You know, and that I mo- love you, know him. you know the moment. I just, of course, of course, that's <laughs> all. That's weird. I just, I just watched Roadhouse. Oh, okay. And I was like, because now I'm older, and I'm like, okay, so Sam Elliott is a uh, thing too. Yeah. <laughs> Especially at that point. So like Patrick Swayze and Sam Elliott. <laughs> he could make a calendar. Yeah. <laughs> all right, so, so I've got a show for you to go watch. Go look up yeah. the sackets. The what? It's it's a, a TV uh, the series. Sackets? The Bob Sackets? No, no, The Sackets. It was a Western. It had Sam Elliott and um, uh, Magnum P.I., Tom okay. Selleck. Oh, They were both in right. it. They were both young actors, and it was a Western. A miniseries in 1979? A miniseries, yes. And short shorts? Were in it. Okay. No, no, no short shorts, just cowboy stuff. All right. Chaps, David. I mean, Chaps. That, is, that, yay. is that better yeah. for All you, right. yeah. Chaps. Yeah. I'm finding a poster. I, just, I mean, it's I found not my bad. dream traps yesterday. Yeah. Wait a second. You did. You posted. <laughs> yeah. The Sackets. Louis L'Amour. Oh, yes. so it's probably a good story. It's a good they, story. That's if you want to see a young uh, Tom I mean, Selleck and... Uh, I ain't mad at it. Yeah. Tom Selleck and Quickly Down Under... I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna lie. Okay, I That's guess I fun. gotta give westerns a little mm-hmm. bit more of a shot. Quickly here. down under is an a western. They just exactly. look dirty. Don't you want to clean them? There ain't nothing wrong with a little bit of you dirt. Just keep, <laughs> you just keep digging yourself a hole today, David. You just keep digging. And like you left the shovel, yeah, you left the small. I'm trencher. very innocent. You're not I, okay. I will Come clean up. them with your face in the pillow, and then you can have them clean. <laughs> Amanda, I love it. I'm uh, Guadalupe in the streets, honey, so I'm just saying. All right, so we've got about 20 minutes. Okay. Do you actually have relationship stuff? Because if not, I have a trend that's going on. I want to hear your trend. So this is a story in The Federalist, which I don't know if it really understands what young people are doing, but it is a story in The Federalist. <laughs> they're uh, the pulse of yeah, the young people. I, yeah, they're <laughs> the pulse of the young people. Sounds right? dreadful. So why uh, Gen Z is ditching the girl boss for the trad wife? For the tra- uh, for the Chad wife, Trad, trad wife, wife. So traditional. Oh, uh, traditional. So there's line. this whole Trad wife, Trad wife movement where some women are saying, "Hey, I don't want to work. I just want to be at home. I'll cook the meals. I'll do the laundry. I'll do all that stuff. I'll take care of the kids. I okay. want a traditional wife role." Um, it is mocked all over the place in, in regular media. Obviously, the Federalist is more right leaning, so their 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 story is: Hey, are they ditching it for that? Mm-hmm. And so it's just a question is, you know, do you see your friends doing that or not doing that? I don't know because I'm well past that stage. Um, I feel like there's just a divide. I have friends that are just, you know, 100% boss babe. And I have friends that are just not just um, either one. But I have friends that that's their journey and that's their path. And I have friends that 
are trad wives. I mean, I work because I have to. If I didn't have to, then I would be trad wife all the way. <laughs> but I have friends, too, that also have decided to be a traditional wife and, like, are stuck. Mm-hmm. And they can't get out of it. And it's almost like they feel trapped. Mm-hmm. So there's that that's also boiling. That yeah. kind, of, kind of comes to a I point I think that was out. kind of the why Boss Babe became such a thing. Right. Is that there was a lot of moms that kind of felt, not just moms, but wives that felt stuck in the stay-at-home thing. and But I feel like there's a lot of pressure from, um, I'm just going to say it, the feminist movement, that you can't just be a housewife. It's just, it's there's a lot of pressure on women that if you're at home, then what you're doing is not valuable. Well, maybe and, they're changing the verbiage of not saying just housewife. Maybe they're saying it's like domestic. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. there's obviously going to be some twist to the, mm-hmm. to the language there. I don't know. Um, but I mean, my mom was a stay-at-home mom in the '80s, and that was an incredibly unpopular thing. She was a doctor's wife. She had been going through nursing school, and um, they were. She was still going through nursing school, and she had us. And she decided that that wasn't her dream anymore. Her dream was to stay at home. And my dad's like, "We can make that happen," and so he did. And then whenever they would go to Christmas parties or networking events for doctors and and their families, then the wives would, when they found out she was just a housewife, they'd kind of roll their eyes and walk away from her. Hmm. And so she was just kind of the weird one out. That's weird. And it, But there's, there is a pressure, depending on where you are, as a woman, that if you're just a housewife, then you've given up and you're sitting at home eating bonbons and you're, Peggy Bundy and not doing anything and just like annoying everybody. Mm. And so there is that sort of nagging thing in the back of your head. So I feel like some people feel unsatisfied being at home because there's this societal pressure that undermines the legitimacy of the housewife, the stay at home mom. And so I feel like there's some societal pressure there that is put on us. Um, or that we put on ourselves internalized from media that like we're not doing enough. What we're doing isn't valid or is it, it isn't important. And mm. I would argue that it's the most important thing to raise the next generation. But it's and I mean, Melissa says real feminists only want the freedom to choose. And there is that in the feminist movement. But there was a lot of pressure. I mean, so was it Simone de Beauvoir said that we cannot give women the the freedom to choose because too many would choose to stay home. That's a quote from one of the mothers of feminism. So there is that pressure that women have to get out of the house because being a housewife isn't enough. And so... So not as a housewife, right? I just look at this article as I look at a lot of stuff right now through the... Someone's trying to put people in two camps, Mm -hmm. right? So I look at all of my friends and I have uh, friends whose uh, wives have stayed home. I have friends whose wives have, uh, are the breadwinner and they stay home. Mm -hmm. Um, I've got some where they both work. Some of those, the men earn more money. Some of the women earn more money. The key is figuring out what works for you. It has to. And and the other part of that is, you know, yeah, uh, no matter whether you decided uh, as a, as a wife, to stay home or go to work, or whether right. you're the husband who decided I'm going to go to work, if you do something long enough, it it gets kind of you're like, hey, I would like a change. Mm-hmm. I mean, everybody kind of gets in that mode every once in a while in their life where you're like, I've had this job for a long time, or I've been dealing with these kids for a while, mm-hmm. or I've been at work and I wish I was home. And and sometimes things always look better on the other side of the fence. Yeah, the grass is always green on the other side. Once you water your own damn lawn. But you know what? You still got to cut the grass, Davey. Right. <laughs> the grass, they're still working that yard. And that's right. why you're not watching Titanic. And that's yeah. why I'm not watching Titanic. <laughs> always doing do, yard work. I don't want to do the work. Um, but no, I just, I think that when you try to put people into two boxes, when there's like 8 billion different options for how people can, can work together and live together as couples, I think it just kind of, it's silly. Right. And, and then whenever you judge someone, I think Melissa's comment, and this is why I love Melissa as a, a viewer and a commenter, is spot on. Right. The ability to choose. And I mm-hmm. think that's just mm-hmm. an excellent answer yeah. in, in this whole thing. Instead of looking at people, well, you have to be on my side. No, they don't have to be on your side. They yeah. can they can live their life their way. That's kind of the what freedom is supposed to be. 
And I think so. each family is like a business. I mean, that's mm-hmm. you've got to run it the way it's going it needs to be run. If there's a bre- if there is a breadwinner and you decide to support that person, mm-hmm. you know, as like you know, look at Mr. Mom. What an incredible movie! That was something that we grew up with too. Uh, you know, changing the role from male to female or female to male in that situation. Do you have any comment on that? Have you ever met any like stay at home dads? Yeah. What's is it? Yeah, is, it my- is that dynamic different? Yeah, so it was harder for, I feel like it was harder for him to choose to stay home than it was for me to choose to stay home. Interesting. Because my family didn't think that I was less of a woman for staying home. But he had family members that thought he was less of a man for staying home. So (laughs) they are a homeschool family. And she's in the military. Less of a man. Uh Uh-huh. So she's in the military, and they have a whole herd of kids, because homeschool families do. That's just what we do. Yeah. And um, so they have this whole herd of kids that he's homeschooling, and she's working. And then his wife also has, you know, she's kind of dabbling in the beginnings of a small business, and he supports her in that, and he helps her in that. And so he plays the supportive role within their household they're a christian family so within their household you know he's the head of the family and like they have that dynamic still it's still the traditional sort of christian dynamic of husband head of the household you know wife is the help meet sort of biblical paradigm i'll never but, get that but go ahead but yeah. she there there's reasons and we can I talk about it, but sure. whatever um Break but it's a, it's a thing <laughs> Um, but it she makes all the money. People, I, I know. That's she, what we're talking about. We're common money, ground so. here. Yeah, works yeah. for some people. It does. Yeah. All right. So, well. but it was really. I mean, he definitely had people treat him as less than because he quit his job mm. and uh, he stayed home. And when they had a baby, he's the one that stayed home. A very good friend who uh, early on, when Mr. Mom came out, we're all in high school, and he says mm-hmm. he and another buddy said, "I'm going to be the stay-at-home dad," and we all laughed at him, mm-hmm. right? Uh, very, very successful, uh, did extremely well at a young age, and uh, his wife continued to work, and he became the stay-at-home dad. And it is, it is absolutely hilarious to watch him. He's great with his kids. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's awesome. They, they both really enjoy uh, the roles that they have. They both do a great job at it. Um, but it, it's it's hilarious to talk to him um, because mm-hmm. he is he's all into doing all those things. and. Yeah. And uh, really, really a good dad. So, yeah, I think it's just, I think everybody's got to do their thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I whenever mean, you're doing your thing, if you're happy, somebody else tells you they're not, just don't listen to them. And I mean, if I had the more lucrative career, then I would work and Louis wouldn't have an issue staying home. He's excellent with our children. He's mm-hmm. in 2020 when he was furloughed and I was an essential worker, he homeschooled our kids while I was working. Like he immediately stepped into that. So I don't see that should roles reverse and I become the more effective breadwinner of the family. Mm-hmm. I don't see that he would have any resistance to taking down his hours or staying home if that's what the family needed and best served the family. And I would want him to do that if that was the case, if it was better for our family to do that. Mm-hmm. So like I I don't have any issue with it, but there was definitely some some insecurities and some you know, snarky comments made towards sure. my friend's husband yeah. for making that choice. I guess at first that's something that kind of affects, you know, the the dynamic there and that probably mm-hmm. really kind of hurt his feelings. I mean, let's be honest. Well, for sure. Because people that he loved and people he cared about right. were saying, like, some pretty foul trash to him. Yeah. That, you know, I, how that, can you how can you be a man if, if you're not supporting your family? Wow. And he's like, well, I am supporting my family. What a weight. What a yeah. pressure. I'm right? doing this job. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I chose that. We chose this. I got this job and my wife has the other job. Yeah, but it also was... shows like what their idea of the stay at home mom would be. Mm. Like that's a less than position. The parent that stays at home and raises the kids. I mean, it's back to what I said before. The parent that stays home and raises the kids is seen by a lot of people as the less than you're still providing for your family. You're providing in a different way. Yeah, and, and I think moms that stay at home right now are, are doing a phenomenal job. My mom stayed at home. I, Darcy stayed at home most of the years. The kids were younger before they got into school. She went back into teaching. She had every summer off with them. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, I just think it's huge for the kids. And I think it's, you know, I think it's so important. And you only have one opportunity at that. 
right? Once they're grown and out of their house, you can't go back. Right. You can't invite them back at 21 and no. tell them you want to hang out with them and go to the movies because they got stuff they got to do. Right. All right, so relationship advice. All right, we've got some. What do you got? Okay, <clears throat> we've got... Uh, this is why Pete tunes in. Okay, good. <laughs> this is the whole reason Pete Not for the fashion. Show. See, we say, usually no. say fashion for the end when people yes. are already tired of us. All right, That's so it. here we go. My old friend Grant texted me four years ago mm-hmm. to wish me a happy 50th birthday and suggest that we catch up, but I did not reply. I first met Grant in high school, and he has always kept in contact with me, even after he married. Ooh, it gets spicy. Mm. Actually, the last time I met up with him Danger was... Danger, ago and from memory he was almost begging me to visit him and his family that's weird we're also the same age and get along well he is confident person and a great sense of humor people gravitate towards him because he's very funny last week grant texted me again saying it's been a long time and he would love to catch up i did not text him so he rang me but i didn't answer the call Jeez, playing hard to get right i eventually texted him and it was a great idea that i would get back to him and arrange a catch-up date the reason reason why I was hesitant about meeting Grant is because he has achieved so much and compared to him I feel like an underachiever and a flop. Grant got married, raised four kids, is a very successful businessman, and has become very wealthy. I am married. I've had relationships. Oh, no, I'm not married. I've had relationships, though, and I have no children. I have a respectable job, but never reached the great heights as Grant has. I do own an apartment, which I am proud of, blah, blah, blah. Compared to what Grant has achieved, I feel like I've achieved nothing. I'm sure he's worked hard for his success, but I feel intimidated by it. Is there a way to get out of this mindset should I meet up with Grant signed feeling like a flop there's a lot there there's a, a lot, lot there. to unpack there's a lot in that yeah mm-hmm. thank god we have a psychology major with oh us. don't do that here we go <laughs> well no. comparison is the thief of joy like okay. don't compare yourself you no. each had a different journey you had a different trajectory mm-hmm. that's the bottom line I'm you, you should you should be happy being who you are mm-hmm. You should be happy for your friend, right? right. I, I have friends that have done uh, incredibly well and retired in their 30s. I'm still mm-hmm. working. I've got friends that will work longer than I have, right? I mm-hmm. just want them to be my friends. I don't yeah. – my life's – just like you said, my life's my journey. Theirs is theirs, and I, I'm just there to support them. Mm-hmm. Um, and everybody goes through life differently. None of us have to live it the exact same way. That's what's unique about it. So, yeah. um, you know, I feel like you got your – she's – she has got herself in mm-hmm. a bind mm-hmm. mentally w- mentally worrying about all that stuff obviously he just values the friendship mm-hmm. and that's all he wants is the friendship right he's it does not sound like an underlining of more there am i saying that right like there's uh, yeah. any kind of infatuation well, but if you had a friend who's just always reaching out to you and you never reach out to them and you feel guilty that you're always the one going, oh, yeah, Amanda, I should have called you back, mm. yeah. um, but I didn't. I have one or two of those, right? Yeah. And I really try to keep up with my friends, but there's always one or two that I'm like, damn it, they got to me before I could call them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm like, okay, I'm going to call them on Tuesday. <laughs> right? And so you have that. <laughs> But you just you just kind of I mean and those friends are they're still your friends right you just yeah. right they just they just they know yeah they know <laughs> yeah. I have to call Davy six times to get him to call. You <laughs> well, I mean, I feel like high achieving people are excellent networkers, mm. and so there are some people that are just very skilled and adept at networking, and that's not like. I'm not meaning that in a transactional way. I'm meaning it in a relational way. Like they're really good at keeping track of a lot of people and being interested and caring about all of those people. I'm going back to what we talked about with housewives. I feel Mm -hmm. like we judge ourselves by a, like a metric that society portrays, you know, and you said it comparison is the thief of joy. I Mm -hmm. think that is so important. Like the grass is always greener on the other side. Mm -hmm. I mean, we all have a journey and it's all unique and so special. Mm -hmm. And I think that if we, if we take out the whole wealth, the measurement of that, I think that's so inane and trite and and Mm -hmm. almost like an imbrued of who we are. So this person is single, right? Yeah. This person is single yeah. on their own. Okay. And the person, the high achieving person is Married in a relationship. Okay. Well, that means that he's got double the labor. Mm. Like he's, he's able to focus on his, he's able to stay in his lane and focus on that lane. And he's able to achieve because he has the privilege of having someone 
potentially at home that's helping to support him, getting the laundry done, getting the house mm-hmm. clean or making sure it's happening, whether that mm-hmm. they're the one doing it or not. And so like you, that's a boost. Right. I mean, that, that helps you get further as well. I mean, people work together well as teams. Look, I, I just, as long as I agree with Melissa's long, uh, comment, as long as there's no infatuation there, I think it's fine yeah. to, to meet and, and, and talk yeah. to one yeah. another. I have um, uh, quite a few friends over the years that are that that are girl that are girls, right? That are females, and and, and we've got a great relationship. Darcy knows them all, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, they're they're just friends. They're people that um, happen to be the opposite sex of me that I became really really good friends with, and mm-hmm. I enjoy the friendships with that. Mm-hmm. And I go to lunch, I call them, I see them, I talk to them. Mm-hmm. They're just they're just good people, right? Mm-hmm. I have the same I have relationships with a lot of guys that you know. For me, friends is one of the coolest things that that I've accumulated throughout life. Mm-hmm. And friends that can call you up out of the blue you haven't talked to in a while, and you're just like, yep, you're right back where we were. It's mm-hmm. 30 minutes after I said goodbye to you the last time. And yeah. I, I mean, are, friendship really is way good. more valuable, and in some cases even more than marriage, because friends, some, some friendships will last forever, where marriage is so temporary nowadays. I mean, if you really look at the, you know. You're not the, talking about these No, no, no. Okay, friends. Friends. Just Obviously, sure. yeah, yeah, you're, you're cut from a different cloth. Yeah, yeah, your own journey. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, good Should advice. Yeah, don't sure. feel like a flop. You shouldn't. You should no, be you proud like of yourself. Flop. You have life and you're yeah. existing and this human being is excited to see you and live in that light. And that's yeah. all you got to do. I mean, the blessing is you have a friend that has followed you for a long time and right. in touch with you, right? Not, right. not everybody yeah. has that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not so. everyone has friends chasing after them for a friendship. And as long as it's just a friendship and there's nothing there, like Moses said, then be friends. Yeah. See I if his wife friends. has any hand-me-downs. Wonderful connection yeah. there. Yeah. I know. <laughs> Why are you always raiding the closet? Get the rag and bone jeans. Yes. <laughs> rag and bone. <laughs> oh gosh. The official jeans of the Mike right, Davis. It is six o'clock. What? No way. It is. It is. Oh, wow. We have had so much fun. We have blown through uh, the end of the show. Fine. Uh, you guys have a morning show tomorrow. Yeah. You're working tomorrow. Mm, I hear it's gonna be cold. Huge announcements every Friday. Huge announcements Huge every announcements Friday. Every Friday. <laughs> the biggest announcements. The best. Yeah. The biggest. The best. So tune into the morning show tomorrow. Uh, and and uh, we'll be back tomorrow night. I don't know if it's me, Amanda, me, and Davey, but we'll be back. We got uh, we got all kinds of fun stuff. Oh, are you going to the Jewel and uh, um, a concert that's coming up in, in September? They just announced it today. Is Kevin Costner coming? No, it's it's uh, it's Jewel and um, oh, Heather is going to slap me until Tuesday if I don't say slap it. Slap right. him until Tuesday. Uh, and Melissa Etheridge. Melissa Etheridge. <laughs> He's like, I will not be there, Davey. <laughs> it's going to be a great one. I'm excited about it. <laughs> well, I mean, if Kevin Costner is going to be there, like being Taylor Swift to Jewel's Travis Kelsey, I'll oh, go. Okay. <laughs> is Kevin Costner now dating Jewel? That's what I heard. Yeah, that's what I heard too. I don't know. I, yeah. I'm so glad that you guys keep up with the stuff that I don't so I can learn things. She can yodel. <laughs> <laughs> what is that? And on that note, we will see you guys tomorrow. <laughs> Bye.